Welcome back to Class Clowns with China Liao. I am still China Liao, last I checked. And we are still in quarantine in the Philippines. Now, if you are outside the Philippines and you are listening to this, please let me know how your country is doing. Um, leave me a little uh, voice note on Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash classclowns. And tell me uh, where you're from. Um, my minimum is I th- oh, number of listeners. Minimum number of listeners from outside the Philippines is 0.5. So if you are at least 0.5 a person and you are listening to Class Clowns, please let me know. I would appreciate it so much. Um, uh, speaking of appreciation, special thanks goes out to my podcast network, Asia Family. They are the people behind this podcast. Well, the poster art, cover art for this podcast. So if you look down at your phones, you might see my fat mug next to the very, very cool logo design that they've created for me. And I am very, very thankful for that. Real honest though, I feel like I've always felt that Class Clowns was an educational experience on both sides. You as a listener get to listen to this and learn a lot from our guests. And I, Chino, learns how to do a podcast. I'm sorry if a lot of these episodes sound very asymmetrical and unnatural, but I am trying my best with the editing here, guys. Hopefully, by episode 13, we get it down. And this whole first season is just a waste. What isn't a waste, though, are, are the guests that come on here, including today's guest, Ange Pesumal, used to be my college professor and is a very, very accomplished scriptwriter uh, for ABS-CBN. Andrin Bernardo is a stand-up comedian and one of the writers for comedy startup group Solid OK. They are going to talk to us about one of my favorite subjects in college, which was script writing, today on Class Clowns. Welcome back to Class Clowns with Chino Liao. Let's jump right into the thick of things with this episode. My first guest is actually a very accomplished, very accomplished scriptwriter, as well as my former college professor. Let's welcome to the podcast, Miss Ange Pesumal. Hello, Hi, Ange. hello. Good to Hi. be here. How is your quarantine treating you? Um, um. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Honestly, like, I really hate the question, how are you? Okay. Um, you know, when people, well, when my, my, when my family checks up on me and asks me, how are you? Of course I'm not okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Of course you're no, not okay. No, nobody's okay. You're yes. So, um, <laughs> just trying to get by. Um and trying to figure out what food I can make in my ref. 
I know Chino, I read somewhere that I don't know where you posted it. Was it on Facebook or Twitter that you in the first week of quarantine you were worrying what to eat because you were alone and you didn't cook? Tama ba? Yes. Tama. That was on yeah. Facebook. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So pareho lang tayo. Um, also still also still a problem. Also still a problem for me now. <laughs> But I made a challenge for myself that I would not call for delivery this entire ECQ, which I thought would last like three weeks, right? And now it's been, oh. I don't know, 700 days. So, yes. um, so far, I haven't bought any food delivery services except for, you know, buying food from a neighbor or my sister sending some food over to me but that's about it like i've never called any food delivery services i'm proud of that so that's, right, my, good one, for you. that's my one accomplishment during this um community quarantine but period do you naturally cook or like on a regular non-quarantine day well or are um, you... no i mean i just know the basics the pastas or whatever frozen stuff is in the ref or right. stir fries, you know, so it's super limited. And I don't eat meat also. Okay. So that limits it even further because, you know, I need to have vegetables. Yes. In the wrap, yes. Et cetera. Right. Boring stuff. Right. And uh, my next guest, you could have heard him uh, laughing in the background, snickering. <laughs> uh, he's one of the writers of the startup comedy group Solid OK, as well as a stand-up comedian. Let's welcome Andred Bernardo to the podcast. Hi, Andred. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. Very enthusiastic. Yay. <laughs> how? I, what, Chino? Can you please how, repeat your question? Yeah. How is your quarantine? I'm not so good, uh, actually. I don't know how to cook. So I've been living off like boiled vegetables and tuna yeah, cans for like yeah. <laughs> a month. Andren, you have Andren, you have the diet of a cat. That's what you have. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I don't dude must healthy iron cats. At least they could go outside. Oh, I'm just fucking talking to myself in the front of the <laughs> mirror and fucking pra- practicing jokes. So, ba- and, yeah. so basically, walang nagbago. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I finally caved in and like tried delivery like the these past this past week na. Ah. So I ordered a whole pizza, a whole family size pizza well, for myself. I, I I get what you mean, Hal. Um, because I also work from home, even you know before this lockdown. Because I'm a, I'm just a freelance writer, so. When when this thing happened, I'm like, oh, it's just like every day, except walang grab, walang ano, walang Exactly. And I think that's the saddest part of it, about When you realize that, oh, your lifestyle pala didn't change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, your social distancing, people have been avoiding me <laughs> for a hot while. The only thing, the only thing that has changed, mukha na lang silang dentist assistants. <laughs> When people complain, right? when people complain how they miss, you know, going outside, I'm like, why are you complaining about my normal life? 
Right. Yeah. 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 So Andrew yeah. mentioned uh work, work and writing, no? So let's just get into it right now. Why did script writing uh, stick out to you? Why why is that the career path you chose? Um well growing up, um after I wrote my first poem that my grade third grade teacher read aloud to the class, I decided I would be a poet. <laughs> Right. So, okay. um, I kind of like work towards um, becoming a writer um, while I was still in school. So um, when I went to, when I got to college, I was in a com arts course. And it was kind of there when I realized now, okay, poetry is not for me. Um, maybe fiction writing is not for me, but I love film. And, you know, I could use my writing skills in uh, doing um, stories for film. So that's right. where I work towards. And it's kind of been a, it's been boring. Like it's a one track uh, pursuit of that dream. Because right after college, I already entered the industry to train um, myself as a writer through Star Cinema. So there, and Parang ano, I guess when there's a different kind of fulfillment when you're writing for film as opposed to um, stories and poems, etc. Because you know that what you're writing is not the final product. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Um, Parang feeling ko I mentioned this to um, my classes before when I was still teaching, but um, I always see it as a blueprint. You know, you're just drawing up a blueprint and you leave it to other people to, um, you know, put that blueprint into something concrete. Right? So it's never a final product. So I think that's, right. the, that's the exciting part of, of screenwriting is that whatever it is that you're doing will never be the final output. It's always a surprise. Right. So Andre, case of solid open... Yeah. So solid okay, diba? Ganyan din, ganyan din yung process nyo, more or less. You guys started yeah. something and then you you edit it down, right? Yes. Sometimes the scripts like change so much from your original idea. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... And so, lalo with comedy, diba? It always breeds new life, especially when it comes to the performance, diba? Yeah, kasi... Um, lalo na... Yeah, ganda ng point mo kasi it's... How can I explain this? It's you find new jokes eh, every time you reread, reread, rewrite the script. They're like, oh, but they, pwede kung sinita ng isa pang punchline dito. Yeah. Eh. Uh, like what Ryan Puno said, one uh, our director and head writer, like, siksikan mo na lang ng jokes para para make it as tight as possible na para wala nang room for meandering, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. Ikaw, Ange, um, is there a genre that you fell in love with or uh, specialize in when you started writing for Star Cinema? Well, Star Cinema is known for rom-coms, diba? So whatever sensibilities I had in college of being like this indie, etc. Like, um, like, like my favorite films during that time, and you can tell my age from this, is Lost in Translation and... Okay. Um, 
the graduate. No, I'm not that old, but I was obsessed with the graduate during that time. But um, parang I had all these um, you know, like stories of I don't know, like kind of like a coming of age in a sense. Yes, exactly. I was solitary. I was about to say coming of age. Yeah, yeah. but parang a lot of that kind of um got thrown out the window momentarily when I entered Star Cinema because you were kind of, you know, um, pushed to um, be masters of the genres that they were doing. And I always ended up working on rom-coms. So, um, in a sense, that's kind of, like, the, those were the cards that I was dealt with. And those were the kinds of stories that I ended up having to either work on um, as a project um, head or as a writer. So there. So, right. But yeah, parang I'm still very much drawn to those ano, parang coming of age stories and you know, a lot of personal stories as well. Right. So uh, so a lot of your writing I assume you've drawn from personal experience or well. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's for you to find out. Um it's it I think um, all writing is personal, no matter how you, no matter what genre or no matter what kind of story you tell. Diba? Parang, like in comedy, for example, parang it's always somehow based on a personal experience. Um, yeah, in the same way that, exactly. let's say, you know, you're doing a horror film. Diba? Parang you probably didn't experience that horrific, you know, scare. But maybe right. that personal story of, let's say, um, a, a, a mother losing their child. Maybe you've experienced that kind of similar loss in your life, diba? So you always right. draw from, you know, certain emotions or, or experiences you might have had in the past. Uh, so there. So I try not to be too um, autobiographical because, you know, those are personal stories. And like I said, you're giving it to someone to you know, bring new life to it. And when those stories are very personal to you, you don't really want that um, experience, you know, blown out of proportion. And uh, <laughs> Right, right. So, ikaw naman, Andren. Yep. Diba, sa, ikaw, ikaw, comedy writer ka. You're a script, you're a sketch writer. Now yeah. your your stories aren't necessarily the most realistic, the ba? Because yeah. like, yung malaking yosi di naman tutoy yun, di ba? Yung Japanese restaurant, wait, the the famous Itadakimas sketch might be a little of close to home. Pero ikaw in general, where do you draw inspiration from to come up with the, these ideas? Um, for me, because uh, I have no writing background whatsoever, because I started doing stand-up. Eh. I got discovered by uh, Red, by Ryan. So it was kind of weird for the first couple of months. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Here. It's, been, it's been weird for like, because it's so hard. I mean, writing, like, I wish to Angie's point, like, and then, uh, I wish I had what you or Ange had, like finding that exact emotion. Right. In part of writing down a word for that exact emotion you were feeling at that moment. So it's really hard, eh? Like it's very hard to do that. 
Yeah, like as stand-ups, both like hindi ko alam kung nangyayari sa Tichino like sometimes nagsa-stutter ka on stage and you yeah. you can literally you are thinking what to say at that particular moment kasi it's hard eh. like it's hard But, putting it into words or emotion in or in writing. Yes, so, exactly. Parang ano, it's yeah, like for so, both the the performance part of it and the writing part of it both expose vulnerabilities, di ba? So, yeah. parang when you're performing on stage, if, you know, kailangan mo kumambyo kasi no one's laughing, parang you're put in that vulnerable position in the same way that when you're writing yeah. and, you know, you need to touch on a very sensitive, you know, part of yourself, yun, you're also left to be vulnerable. Or when you're already, at least for me, parang when you're already in, you know, the cinema, diba? watching it with hundreds of other people, parang you're also exposing yourself. Yeah. Um, right, and, right. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, yeah. Ange? This is, this, this is how, you, as a writer, you've been, how long have you been writing now? Like, um, Well, I started in the industry in 2006. Okay. So when you, when you teach a writing class and like uh, a student gives you a, a paper that he wrote, Do you know by if he's being honest or not with his writing, if that makes any sense? Like, um, well, that, that's a hard question because I, yeah, no, because I don't know them personally. Diba? Ah, okay, okay. My, my relationship yeah. with them often ex- doesn't really extend outside the classroom for the most part. And ah, okay, sometimes okay. you'll be surprised also, diba? Parang yung, yung kenkoy na... na na student, ano pala, very dark and gory pala yung mga sinusulat, diba? So, um, it's, you, you never actually know if what they're writing is real or if nagpapaka-art lang or etc. Diba? Oh, okay. Parang, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, I don't really look into that. It's more on whether or not you can tell a story. Kasi, Diba? Parang we all have those different sides of ourselves naman eh. So. Right. It's interesting yeah. that you bring that up because I don't know if you know this, Ange, but I actually went to film school before I even yeah. went to CSP. Yeah. And, and, when, and when I was in, in this other film school, I only made two movies. One of which was a super comedy wherein I had action figures um, having sex, basically, <laughs> in your premise niya. And then another, and then my thesis film, which came after, was just this super dark, super parang uh, that that losing it, Michael, that Michael, uh, sorry, Michael Douglas, that movie where he just loses it. It's very like mm-hmm. that. So it was polar opposites. And when I was doing my thesis defense, a lot of my teachers from that school were saying that. Uh, Why didn't you do a comedy? You were so good in the comedy. Why did you have to come up with this really dark, really brooding uh, yeah. script? Uh, and it's and it's interesting that you say that there are there are different aspects to a person. Yeah, that I have I have that edgy, even edgy, that dark side. Because I'm not Sometimes there's anger there, and it manifested in that screen mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Right. So now, going to the very early beginnings of a script, per se, like you guys both mentioned, na ang unang dinadaanan ng draft 
is ang unang dinadaan ng screen is ng script rather is a draft how does it feel to have your um, creation uh, sort of uh, altered as the process moves along hmm. mm, uh, me first for, for me first. I'm, I'm quite used to it because like I said parang I entered the mainstream industry very early on diba? so um uh, and I wasn't a writer already. In in fact, parang I was more like a creative assistant, creative supervisor. So I was watching the process and helping the writers uh, um, align with the vision of the director and align the director with the vision of the producer. So parang you, you learn to really deal with a lot of personalities, temperaments, and this is what I want. No, this is what I want. So what you realize that more often than not, and this is sad to say, parang the, the writer is really at the lowest rung eh, of that, that hierarchy. Parang, <laughs> ano eh, yeah. easily replaceable ka eh, if you don't adapt. So um, that's kind of one um, skill that you learn as you go along na, you know, criticism is never personal. Diba? And at the end of the day, if you're being commissioned to write, then you need to produce what they want. So, a lot, um, you know, with drafts and revisions, more often than not, diba, parang your first draft is barely recognizable. Uh, especially if you're not right. the one directing it. Uh, so, right. yeah. Um, I think that, you know, my previous couple of projects kind of showed that because those were the projects that I was a solo writer. Parang I had no help from you know a co-writer or I had no team with me. So it was just me. And I really saw like how it changed and evolved along the way. And eventually you learn to let go. Because you're you're just part of the process really. Um yon. Right. Okay. So Ikaw Andren, you especially when you said Na wala kang background as a writer. Yeah. I mean, you went to you went to college for nursing, wow. right? yeah. okay. I was a nurse. <laughs> as a nurse. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're this sketch writer. How does it feel now when you submit something na alter yung story mo? Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't mind because especially in comedy, you know how to take criticism. Especially like the guys I work with, I know them like personally. Are you at- Huh? If I know how to take criticism, no, I don't. I don't know how to take criticism. <laughs> you don't? You know, like, you know how mean both of us were Yeah. when, okay. when we started doing comedy? Like, yes. even now, like, you know how mean comedians are after yeah. shows. So, you know, it's, it's a job. Um, like, I take into account new criticisms because they're funny. They have been doing writing more than me. Like, I think ako lang ata yung technically walang writing background sa Of course, I'm gonna take... I'm just a newbie at this eh, in the end. So yeah. I need to lower my pride, I guess. If, right. Okay, okay I, I so wanna, now... I wanna add now that a we're... favorite uh, quote of mine from uh, Quentin Tarantino. When he, he came here before, he gave a talk. And then I remember something that really yes. struck me when he said this. And this is him being a writer, director, producer, right? So he's essentially an auteur. So he has full control of his stuff. But he said, um, the first, um, the, the, the last draft of your script is the first cut of your film. 
and the last cut of your film is the first draft of the script. So when you're in full ownership of your material, you know, assuming that you're writing and directing your own stuff, parang you realize that you know, as it's evolving, it always just somehow goes back to that natural state, diba? parang that natural vision, um, the, the primary vision that you were seeing for your film in the very beginning. Parang it, it's really part of that um, long process. Ano yung Tagalog idiom, yung sa haba-haba ng prosesyon? Doon lang din, parang doon ka lang something. Parang yes. gano'n. Yun. In English lang ni Quentin yung ano, idiom. <laughs> right, right. Oh, he Now stole that? He stole that from the film? Oh, <laughs> English lang niya. Damn you, Quentin. Kalapin mo dun sa IG story <laughs> filter niya, yung translate in English, yung Tagalog ano, idiom. Yes. The white yeah. man still <laughs> So now that we're on the topic of ownership and collaboration, um, I assume both of you have had to work with other writers mm. as well, diba? like when you come up with the script. Yep. Um, so how is that process like? Kasi ako, in my limited writing experience, ako lang lagi mag-isa. So... I've never had the opportunity or the experience of working with another writer to come up with something. So how does the work how is the workload I suppose split amongst you guys? Like um, you for it the first because um if for example you're working on a let's say TV series, parang th- there there are a lot of technicalities to to answer that question of yours kasi oh one episode for you one episode for person B one episode for person t- C or if you're doing a film first half sayo first half second or if you're a head writer you know so there are like a lot of different technical um technicalities when it comes to um figuring out the process and it really just boils down to Um, knowing what each person is good at and at the same right. time knowing your own weaknesses and with that the brothers take a give and take um, relationship diba? that, that you you try to hone along the way na you're being generous about what you can give and you're also accepting what they can offer and a lot of times Diba? Parang hindi ka talaga, hindi kayo mag-agree 100%, lalo na if it's not your choice who you're paired up with, um, you're thrust into that situation. Right. So, it's, I guess you just have to understand that it's, if, lalo na if it's a commissioned script. And I'm, I'm speaking as someone who does commissioned scripts rather than, you know, um, initiating my own. Um, Yeah, yeah so respect. parang it, when when you're thrust into that situation that you have no choice who you're working with, you kind of have to look at it from let's say, you know, the perspective of working with a team in in an office or working with your with a bunch of groupmates in school in class. You're never going to have that perfect relationship, but when you know it's work, you just treat it as work, diba? And I've lost a lot of I guess right. personal um, relationships from that you know process and oh. i've also learned na okay i'm never going to work with these people again or oh shit parang 
Itong mga taong to, tinarantado ako, ayoko na sa kanila. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ang dami kong ganon. So I think that's kind of why I prefer to write alone. It's harder, but... Um, okay. Until I find that perfect, you know, pair. Tama ba? That perfect partner whom I can work with. Yeah, partner, pair, it, yeah. You know, on my own and try to figure things out for myself. Right. Uh, ikaw naman, Andred, since kayo, kayo nila, Alexio, Alexio, ikaw, si Aldo, you're always together. Um, How do you, since kayo yung writing pool ng Solid OK, how do you guys decide who does what? Where do you guys start with that? Um, first, we just do pitches. We have a pitch session. And we just throw out, like, um, basically yung mga premise ng sketch. And, like, right. we, and Ryan pick, and Ryan and Red pick, picks the best ones. And then after... The Ryan, Ryan, sorry, Ryan Puno, the director, and Red Oliero, the head writer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they pick the best ones, and they ask, dun sa premises na binigay mo, they ask you to make a script out of it. And so parang contest it just pala goes sa, in a way. Uh, yeah, no, um, yes and no, because the, the ones that don't get picked, they just parang nalagay lang sa mm. back burner. Parang doon na lang for future, kung like kung may time mag shoot o kung may pwedeng i-pitch pa sa ibang day. Yun, hindi naman hindi naman siya dine-disregard pero tinatabi lang yung mga hindi napili. Right. Kasi sa inyo, di ba, nangyayari minsan, you get like an old idea and you integrate it with a new idea. Yes, yung um, may sketch nga si, si Red Oliero, yung Ikaw, Ako at Aking Gatilio. That was an old one na daw eh. Like, kasama pa niya yeah. daw si Marlon. Na, yeah. Yes, I remember I remember them talking about that yeah. pag mga behind the scenes ng mga comedy shows. Yeah. They, they pitch random ideas yeah. and they and they just and they they were throwing that around for siguro may ilang taon na din yan. Yeah. Matagal yeah. na. And they did it and Solid OK produced it para sa wow, ginawa din nila finally. And yeah, and dun nga yung, you know how we have a lot of sketches na nakabangko because first of all, yung nangyari sa quarantine <laughs> and it, it costs money to like shoot these sketches then that's what most people don't know rin eh. Sometimes like, oh, bakit medyo like hindi kayo naglalabas masyado ng originals? Kasi it's hard eh. It costs money eh. So basically yun lang. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, makes sense. Now, guys, I know that both of you come from different, sabihin na natin, script writing disciplines. Like Anne just more the traditional one and si Andre does sketches. Yung typical story structure ba, is it altered? when it comes to these two um, things? In what sense? Like, yeah, you come and you come from a yeah. more, the more conventional uh, of writing a screenplay wherein you have right. the beginning, middle, and end of your arc. Um, in, as opposed to, like, say, a sketch, which doesn't necessarily have yeah. the, I guess it's a good question. I, that's why nga, like, uh, bilib ako sa mga katulad ni Angie na way, kasi it's, it's so hard to write something with the narrative, eh, where in, in sketch, the, the things that I am comfortable lang writing, for me lang, ha, just me, in the, that, mm. in Soldo, is just, it's, it's just jokes and sketches. I've never really written anything with the narrative. Although, eh. so although, in a sense, yeah. um, most comedy sketches do follow 
that that three act narrative, diba? You have the setup, you have the yeah. I don't know what you call it, pero parang you're you're kind of like stretching the or complicating the the setup, and then you have a punchline at the yeah. end. So it's still essentially yeah. like a beginning, yeah. middle, and end, but just in a very very yeah. like microscopic, sure. yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay, so um, from that, now that we've established that you guys prefer to work with a team or alone, and that you have a story structure in mind, what is the first step you do to come up with a story? <laughs> Delay, procrastinate, sleep, <laughs> and do other things. <laughs> as, as all, as yes. all writers do. I usually, I, for me, it's weird. I usually uh, think of premises either late at night or very early in the morning for some reason. Mm. Yeah. May nakita akong may nakita akong beam sa sa internet and the and the amount of beams yeah. that have to do with writing which is yeah. a pie chart 90% parang, yeah. Three fourths, yeah three fourths of it was just everything yeah. else and then may maliit na maliit na slice yeah. of actual writing which is so relatable kasi yun naman talaga ginagawa eh. even if you're actually getting paid to write it's hard to force The, it's hard to force yeah. the ideas out Although, of your head. Although, ano ha, I've been about some TV writers kasi imagine the writers for ang Provinciano, for example, um, ano sila, hand-to-mouth sila halos eh, di ba? So, there's really no time for it. Dude, that's so stressful. Right. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's so stressful when I'm, here, when I'm hearing that yung mga writers ng Provinciano, yeah. oh my God. Hopefully, they're paid well. Yeah. Pero when you're put under pressure, there's really no choice naman but to, to write, di ba? Um, yeah, for yeah. me, yeah, as in that fight chart is so me. And I don't exactly, as someone who makes a career out of this, I don't exactly have the best discipline when it comes to writing. Because people say, I work an hour every day um, or, you know, every morning, just, you know, brainstorm ideas for your character. Like, I'm, right. I'm, I really can't get into that sort of discipline for some reason. So a lot of times, like, You know, um, if, if you're commissioned for a story, usually there's already a germ of an idea that you're presented with. Um, whether it's, okay, write a story about this island or, okay, this actor wants to do a movie for us. and um, Or, oh, I have this, um, the director says, I have this dream story. Can you, you know, find something that you can do with it? So you... Um, brainstorm a bit with with the team and i i tend to let it simmer in my head for a while and then take notes here and there watch a few movies as peg do some research but a lot of times like the actual writing doesn't happen to like two days before the deadline So, why right. is it always like uh, that? In a smaller sense, why is it always yeah, like that? Parang, <laughs> ano, it's not, parang the, there's that fear of the blank page, diba? Uh, I don't think for me it's a fear of facing a blank page because more often than not, like what you'll find on the computer, like, you know, rough outlines and lists and notes here and there, but nothing completely organized. And I feel like I need to find a lot of momentum to organize it. And 
into you know something a, a storyline or a treatment or a script and it i need to do it in one go so by the time you do it in one go it has to be well, like super perfect in my head now otherwise the moment i get a stumbling okay. block titigil ako tas burado na parang i'm a perfectionist that way yeah, yeah. Buelo mo, kumbaga, like like going, going, yeah. going, so you yeah. can't stop. So I need that momentum. Super diesel no? talaga. Right. That's interesting. Kayo ba, Andrew? So solid okay. Is that the same writing process you follow? Um, we have different writing processes. Eh? Like, I much prefer, like, just yung first drafts ko kadalasan medyo sobrang kalat mm. niya. And, like, I just take a second look at it. Okay. Doon ko na aayusin sa second tingin uh, pag tignan ko na siya ulit. Wherein like for example um Alexio like he works on like a page and he has yung kunwari first draft he has to have it like very tight na first draft pa lang. So ako medyo mas kalat ako kay Alexio. So si Alexio mas pino yung writing niya. So it's it's different. Right. It's different eh. Mm-hmm. I, I once wrote a script in two days. Right. It was a first draft script. Huh? To wow. be fair, <laughs> when the director approached me, he already had like a, a very soft outline-ish, you know, like maybe, but the outline was like, okay. stops at like, you know, number 40, scene number 40. <laughs> and the rest is just like, and then this yes. happens, and then this, and then that, and then that. Ganyan. So, sabi niya, script mo na yan agad. It's like, okay. So it was a lot of um again ruminating. And then parang ano, yeah, two days. I wrote the script. To be fair, they they liked it naman. And um medyo mahirap lang papaniwala sa kanila na na it took two days. Pero I I I came out of it talagang exhausted, you know, and drained and each time I finish a draft, I'm like I'm never going to do this again. And then <laughs> right. Okay. So now that you mentioned it, may mga minsan, there are writing opportunities that arise that, aren't, that don't necessarily come from our own ideas. Like people will hire you because they have a rough outline or just a basic idea of what they want, but they don't necessarily know how to go about it. And when you're hired to do such a job, pinapasukan niyo ba ng ideas niyo? Are you you or are you sticking to the i to the outline supposedly the outline that they provided? To um, uh, me first. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I first, yeah. no, you have to. Eh. You have to put a part of yourself. Eh. Otherwise, you're doing. Otherwise, it's technical writing, diba? Um, and. Right. You always need to find, a, a, I don't know, like, I guess an, an emotional truth uh, in what you're writing. And that's where your sensibilities come in. That's when your voice comes in, diba? Kasi hindi ka naman lalapitan ng isang tao to write it if they don't think that you can inject your own voice into it. Eh. Um, right. And oh, yeah, so when you're, when you're given that, parang it's like they're putting their trust in you to bring your own flavor into it. And if at any point in time they feel na hindi, just follow what I want, hindi, 
then you know, di ba? Parang, that's, that's not for you. Uh, might as well have that person write it themselves if that's how they want it. And, right. Um, right. So yeah, so I think it's very important, di ba, that you have your own voice. And that's what you use when you, when you write any kind of project, di ba? It transcends it, transcends across all projects. You'll always have that, that one voice. Right. Ikayo Andre, the experience you know by as a writer and your short career. Ano, ano yung experience na? I'm sorry. I'm... No, sorry. You... Andre, <laughs> yes. focus. I'm an ADHD chino. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so, the experience you know ba na may dumapit sa inyong company, oh, yeah. di ba? Nag-corporate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah um, dapat i-inject yung gaya nga ng sinabla, yung sarili naming voice. Pero you also have to please yeah. the the company, yeah, you, they, you, you need to censor yourself a bit. I say, like, especially me, like, the jokes or pitches that I like are, like, dirtier, let's say. No. Sick. Yeah, yeah, sick. I, yeah, yeah, a bit. So, you know, you have to censor yourself then. Because, first of all, you're not the fucking writer that Like, you work with a team. So, you better adjust. So, yeah. you know. So... So, nag-pitch ka na ba ever ng patay na baby? May <laughs> so, pinitch ako na sketch na tinurn down here. Uh, may pinitch ako yung baby swap. So, magsiswap okay. sila ng baby. Tapos yung reveal na pag 15 years old na sila. So, nandun yung nag-breastfeed na lahat na pinagdaanan, yung tule. Tapos sasabihin, switch, parang adopted pala siya. Parang yun. And, and you pitched this to Kala a company. company. Dito lang sa solid. Okay. Uh, Ah, okay. I'm not going to say that. 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 I'm not going to I'm not <laughs> like like ganun na extreme yung solid okay they just said fuck it let's do this pero ano ha sorry can I just so, add uh, as in there, there, there has no, been maybe a project or maybe two projects where I was literally just a typewriter um, for them kasi basta you know long story um, push comes to shove Nawala na lang writers, so they had to get me, and I was like the creative admin for that for them. Like I was supervising the the project, so I had no choice but to step right. in as a writer. So I had a basis, parang an outline as a basis, and then during meetings, it would be the big bosses na who would be deciding. Okay, in this scene, ito yung mangyayari, etc. etc. And I literally had my voice memo turned on or I don't know what it was called or basa whatever recorder it was back in the day. Um, I had it turned on and as the bosses were reciting the lines, you know, I had it recorded. I would go back to my desk and listen to the meeting and transcribe those lines and that's what I would literally put into the script. Like I was literally a typewriter at that point. So it wasn't it wasn't the best of wow. um, scenarios, pero it was an interesting learning experience. 
was this early in your career or no 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 that was yun, ano, when i was siya. working for that company right okay so now that you mentioned me mga different sort of classifications job titles that, that don't necessarily involve um your writing how are you able to say I guess for lack of a better word, it contribute to the project. Like what? What gives you what? Uh, what skill set do you offer in that respect? Na kung hindi ka writer, you're a creative supervisor. Um, I think, I think that when you're a creative supervisor, you learn to stand back, diba? and look at the project in a more objective view, and then seeing the bigger picture as well. So part of it, for example, is also right. protecting the writer. So the writer doesn't necessarily have to know all the calls of the producer or whatever management decisions are um, being discussed. They just need to know what is relevant to them, diba? and And be able to you know, supply the team with a proper script, for example, if you're the writer. If you're a creative supervisor, Marami ka pang iniisip, eh, diba? You're, you're, you're trying to um, uh, get in to the good, ano, get in good terms to the director, get in good terms to the producer, get in good terms to the writer. So you're taking on a more objective approach and being more of a people person in that sense, diba? Na, um, you're, you're trying to adapt all the time yeah. to different personalities and temperaments. And then, of course, there's a lot of like admin stuff also. And Really, a creative su- supervisor or a creative producer would really be more um, involved in the project from the very conceptualization all the way until shooting and all the way until post-production, sitting through mixes and dub, not even dubbing, pero post-prod, yun. even promotions. Yun. Right. Right. Okay. So... I just want to know, guys, now, as a personal writer question, are there genres or subject matters that you want to talk to, talk to, tackle, rather, to tackle na hindi nyo pa nagagawa? Sige, I'll bring you first. Ikaw muna, hindi isip pa ako. A genre that I would like to write? I always wanted to pitch something that would be like, do you know Beavis and Butthead, Chino? I would yes. I would like to yes, pitch a, parang a live action Beavis and Butthead. Nah, he, technically, hindi silang dalawa. It's different people reacting to the news. Like, there's this okay. rocker guy sa kabilang apartment. Tapos nagre-react yung straight couple on the same news. Parang news na... Uh, yeah, like, I okay, always get, want, get, yeah. Respond. You get different perspectives from That's other fine. people, so yeah, I always wanted to write that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. What what's stopping um, you I, from I'm, doing I'm actually it? writing it. I'm I'm trying to um I might be trying oh. to pitch it or something. So spoil spoiler, but all about future future sketch. I mean, it's a passion project mm-hmm. of mine. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's a passion, a passion project. Passion wow. okay. and so in your <laughs> Yeah, it's what it's one of my favorite. But even it's even a comedic influence for me, Beavis and Butthead. It's my favorite. It, and that's what 
that uh, that is one of Andren's more um, complex <laughs> passion. He's a he's. <laughs> uh, okay. Doing Ange, have you ever thought of something that you really um, wanted to do ako, but couldn't? Di naman sa sumisip sa pagkas sa inyo no. Pero I'm I've always been fascinated with comedy because uh well I, I tend to have right. a very dry sense of humor. Um, but not necessarily enough for right. you know the the sitcom style and and I don't have the Pinoy comedy mindset honestly I, you know right. that's that's not my thing so parang I've always wanted to do uh, a sira ulo comedy project <laughs> you know there's a right, lot of right. ano, eh, there's, there's a lot of um, experimentation with that about especially when you're no holds barred night than sa comedy when there's no need to censor ideas and you know there's no producer to say, oh, we got to and, and it, and it gets very mean uh, sometimes. Yeah. But in a way it's it's uh pre parang nakakatawarit isipin that you're being made fun of by the funniest people in Manila sometimes. So, parang nakaka, it's an honor <laughs> then in a weird, twisted way. <laughs> but yeah, parang, and, um, yeah, comedy projects, Sira Ulo comedy projects. Like, I want to be part of that. And I think that entails, like, a lot of brainstorming, diba? And team writing, finding people that you have a rapport with so you can exchange um, punchlines. Yeah. Right. Kaya kaya ka pa ng open mic that one time because you were looking <laughs> no, for naman, a punchline. No, no, but secret dream kayon to become a stand-up comic. I'm just not, ano. I have I even have a oh, book how to get started in stand-up comedy that I would read from time to time and brainstorm wow. stuff. Wow, wow, that's yeah. just, you learned something new. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I guess. see those yeah. pause right there say, huh? But Ange isn't even funny. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya nga, I, I, I didn't say that. anything. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, oh, so it's psychic yeah. tayo dito. I was anyway. about to call her Ange the mind reader. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> I said, well, every day, but not to you. So it's right. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you for doing this. By the way, uh, we're going to wrap up very, very soon. But before we do, maybe you guys have something you want to promote. Uh, and after we close this episode, mm. uh, I'll I'll go first, na lang. Yeah. First? Um, yeah, it's okay. Lang. all of our shows are there. We're 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 doing like, um, live. Like sketch breakdowns and movie reviews. Every info info you you need to know is there. Solidokay.com and Solidokay's uh, Facebook. Yeah, everything's there. You guys are doing that. Yeah, yeah. Everything's there on Solidokay.com. Okay. Angie, uh, is there a project that you can promote well, or want to uh, talk about? Everything's still in the works and of course stopping because uh okay this coronavirus, but. I have a Corona. well. I worked on a podcast series uh, recently, and apparently the first couple wow. of episodes have already come out. It's like a it's like a rom com narrative podcast 
Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so it's cool. Yeah. So it's fictional. Uh, Miss Connection, okay. M I S S, and then Connection. So it's on Spotify and iTunes. Okay. And then super, uh, super DIY. Kasama, no, but it's, um, it, this is with Puma Podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's with a Shout team of writers um, who, who worked on this. Com- competition, <laughs> sila, pero okay na, we'll leave it in. <laughs> the, whoever listens to this is gonna get me in trouble with podcasting. <laughs> 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 Nobody. It's fine. The joke there is nobody listens to this. But thank you. Thank you guys thank for you. doing this so much. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll you, catch you, you after the quarantine. Okay. Bye. Thanks. All right. Bye. And that does it for episode number five of Class Clouds. I'd like to give a special, special thanks to my guests and Shpesumal please check out her podcast. And Adam Bernardo, please check out his uh, Solid OK work. Again, my name is Chino Liao. All these episodes are going to be available on Spotify. That is, just type out Chino Liao, my name, or Class Clown. Or do the whole thing, Class Clown with Chino Liao. And try your luck with that. <laughs> episodes... Five and six are coming out this very same week. This is episode five. Another one will come out the end of this week. And then we'll just keep on doing the two-a-week thing. Because what else am I going to do during quarantine, guys? Na ubus ko na yung Pornhub. Na ubus ko na yung Netflix. Wala na tayo bang gagawin. That's why I will keep recording. I will keep tracking down the people that need to be tracked down. I'm going to keep looking for experts to tell you their tale. And then I'm going to keep seeing you next time on Class Clouds. Bye.